today on Broadway for Thursday, May 30th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway Stars James Marino. James, uh, we are recording on Wednesday evening, and no matter what you see on social media, Frankie and Johnny and the Claire de Lune is not actually opening on Wednesday night. What they're doing is one of those weird things that always throws us off for a loop. It's a two-night opening where they have like the big party and the celebrations and the red carpet on Wednesday night. The embargo for reviews will be on Thursday night, which is why we will have reviews on Friday's episode. I, I don't know why they do that. I really think Ken Davenport's the first one that I remember doing it recently. I don't know if it's just to, hey, let's have a party before the reviews come out so we don't have to worry about reviews. Um, but it's a little weird. It, it throws me for a loop every time like I forgot something. But uh, that is the case with this one. Uh, but it does lead me into something I want to talk about just really quickly. Um, we found out yesterday that PBS is going to air a new American Masters documentary entitled Terrence McNally every act of life it is going to premiere nationwide on friday june 14th the week after the tonys at 9 p.m check your local listings it has what an unbelievable group of people involved with this documentary it's a bunch of people that he's uh terrence McNally has worked with and mentored over the years f murray abraham christine baranski tyne daly edie falco john Cantor, nathan lane angela lansbury Marin Maisie, Audrey mcdonald rita moreno billy porter cheetah rivera doris roberts john slattery and patrick wilson and uh, Dan Bukatinsky, Brian Cranston, and Meryl Streep lend their voices as narrators. Uh, it, just for the collected talent alone, no matter what they were talking about, that would be fascinating. But the fact that it's about one of our greatest living playwrights is also something that I think a lot of people should be excited about. Wow. That's uh, quite the documentary there. Very cool. So um, I guess since uh, Frankie and Johnny's not opening tonight... I will wear my Frankie and Johnny headband again tomorrow night. Now, if you look, I had a lot of discussions about headbands on social media on Tuesday night. I was a big headband and wristband wearer growing up playing sports. Uh, I believe in them, especially when you sweat a lot. And but now that I have no hair to block in the sweat, that is why I wear hats. Uh, so if you see me in New York at some point, if I decide to make a trip up there in the next week or so um, and I'm wearing a hat, it is not because I'm being disrespectful of whatever institution I'm in. It's just that I have no hair to stop the sweat from rolling down my face. Ah, I see. I think that a Broadway show should have headbands, don't you think? I mean, I think some do. I mean, I think there's probably a headband or two in uh, Mean Girls. In, in, well, no, Chorus Line, um, oh, Xanadu, yeah. Xanadu probably Xanadu, did. Yeah. You know, I think headbands headbands deserve the comeback that they are apparently getting. Hmm. All right. So uh, first up in the news, some additional stars are announced for the Hollywood Bowls Into the Woods. Well, not technically announced, James, because as of now, the only place that is being publicly discussed was on Patina Miller's Instagram story. Um, but you'll remember uh, that about a month ago, we discussed that the Tony winner, the former leading player and Pippin and current star of CBS's Madam Secretary, would be playing the witch in the Hollywood Bowls production of the Sondheim Classic, along with stage and screen star Gadden Matarazzo as Jack, Shanice Williams as Little Red, and Whoopi Goldberg, or at least her voice, as the giant. Well, according to Patina and her Instagram story, uh, the rest of the cast 
is just as, if not even more starry than the previously announced stars. Uh, we will be having Sutton Foster and Skylar Aston as the Baker's wife and her husband. Cheyenne Jackson will play Cinderella's prince and the wolf. Sierra Bogus will play Cinderella. Haley Kilgore will play Rapunzel. Tony winner Anthony Cravello will play the mysterious man. Rebecca Spencer will play Jack's mother. And Chris Carmack, who is currently on Grey's Anatomy, but played gay country singer Will Lexington on Nashville, will play Rapunzel's prince. Obviously, there are still some other roles to be cast, but that is the bulk of the main company. Um, but we've got a couple months left before the performances on July 26th through 28th, and I can't wait for uh, all the videos of this one because – Unlike at Broadway shows, you're allowed to record things at the uh, Hollywood Bowl. So I'm super, super excited to see how this one turns out. Well, you know, Broadway, Broadway HD, get on a plane, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think they still will have the problems that they have uh, in New York with the uh, unions being a little too strong to make that happen. But if these folks all wanted to go up to Canada and film it up there where maybe the uh, Canadian run, union yeah, is in a strong production. Runaway yeah, production, they used to call it. Toad's them. fine with that. Yeah, totally fine with that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, so next up, 100 artists who read the Muller Report for 24 hours this weekend. Yes, James. This announcement could not have been <laughs> more perfectly timed because it came out literally less than an hour before I saw breaking news on my Twitter machine that said that the real Robert Mueller, again, no relation to Jesse, Abby, or Matt Mueller, um, he was going to make a statement. He ended up basically not saying anything and it was a waste of time and he needs to uh, put on his big boy pants and uh, go out there and actually say what he's trying to say. But this announcement uh, said that on Saturday, this coming Saturday, June 1st, beginning at 8 p.m. at The Ark, which is a music venue in Long Island City, 100 theater artists will read the 400-page report on the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. The event is being called Filibustered and Unfiltered America Reads the Mueller Report. Included in the event will be, uh, I'm just going to read a few of them, obviously, Heidi Armbuster, uh, Oliver Butler, Adrian Campbell Holt, Stephen DeRosa, Oscar Eustace, Ann Kaufman, Taylor Mac, Dakin Matthews, Neil Pepe, JT Rogers, Howard Sherman, Lee Silverman, Michael Yuri, and many, many more. Tickets will be $10. That'll cover the expenses, but all of the rest of the proceeds are going to go to Racy's Texas and Kara Family Detention Pro Bono Project. Of course, we will have more information in that full, expansive 100 person cast in the show notes. Uh, James, you know, I mean, if people could go and listen to Taylor Mac, do 24 hours of the uh, uh, American popular song, people could go and see Taylor Mac do part of a 24-hour reading of the Mueller report. So it's part of it? It's not all 400 pages? Because I'm thinking 400 pages, it might be a long evening. Well, it's 20. they are reading it for 24 straight hours. Uh, so I don't know. I'm assuming that that's going to be done over and over, like somebody says here. Here's... However many minutes you do it and then tag, you're it. And then you jump in and keep reading. So I don't know if they're just going to keep going back and forth um, or, or they have assigned portions because I think I'd want to practice because I'm I, I, I think I'd want to make sure I knew all the legal definitions of things in the text. But they are going to be reading it from 8 p.m. on Saturday to 8 p.m. on Sunday. Wow. All right. Excellent. So uh, <laughs> what do we have in the recommendation section? 
Okay, I've got uh, two podcasts and an article. The first podcast comes from one of my favorites, Pop Culture Happy Hour from N- uh, NPR. Linda Holmes, Glenn Weldon, Stephen Thompson, and their guest fourth chair, Trey Graham, saw a whole bunch of Broadway during the month of May, and they discussed the plays and musicals that they all saw. Uh, in the episode, they talk about Be More Chill, The Prom, Town, Oklahoma, King Lear, To Kill a Mockingbird, What the Constitution Means to Me, Burn This, The Ferryman, Tootsie, and The Share Show. So check that out. Another podcast that I, I have to admit that I was only able to listen to about half of it before I had to like focus on work this morning, but the first half an hour was amazing as I knew it would be. And this comes from Backstage. It's the In the Envelope podcast hosted by Jack Smart, who is the uh, awards editor over at Backstage, and, and he's fantastic. But everyone listening to this and people who follow me on social media know my deep and undying love for Celia Keenan-Bolger, and they just had such a wonderful conversation. And again, I'm only about halfway through. Uh, but what's so interesting about it is, is yes, they talked, you know, about To Kill a Mockingbird, but most of the conversation was actually just about living and being a human and being an actor and an artist, obviously backstage focuses, you know, most of their readership is, is artists and actors themselves, but a great conversation. So I'm looking forward to finishing that one up. And then finally, uh, on Tuesday night, we had the final episode of Fosse Verdon on FX, which, um, you know, was pretty much the center of the entire theatrical world for the past two months. So the online website bustle decided that there needs to be a second season but not necessarily about Fosse Verdon. So they had a number of recommendations for what the second season could be about. They have uh, they they suggested perhaps Sondheim, Lapine, Macintosh, Weber, Rodgers and Hammerstein in DeMille, a chorus line and a few others. And while not all of these James are as dramatic and contentious as Fosse Verdon, how how, how could any self-respecting theater fan put together a list like that that did not either start or end with Andrew Lloyd Webber forward slash Lapone uh, is beyond me. It's criminal, James. I think they should give in whatever theater fandom card they might have. I absolutely agree with you. You know, that that is borderline. You know, we're going to have to refer to Congress. <laughs> we, we can't really decide. We are not allowed. We it's not something really, that we were able to discuss. It, it, you know, it's not in the uh, the bylaws of Broadway Radio for us to uh, refer. So we'll have to pass it off to uh, the man up. Me- the message board. Man up. <laughs> All right. Come on, Bob. So, uh, what do we have in other news? All right, James. First up, stage and screen star Kush Jumbo will be playing Hamlet, the Prince of Denmark, at the Young Vic in 2020 under the direction of her longtime collaborator Greg Herzog. Also in the Young Vic season, fellow stage and screen star Oscar nominee Ruth Nega will star in Portia Coughlin, the new play by Marina Carr. The Young Vic will also feature the European premiere of Fairview, as well as a play called Tree, co-created by Idris Elba and Kwame Kwai Arma. Uh, and a bunch of other stuff. We will obviously have the complete season in the show notes. Up next, yesterday, Lincoln Center Theater announced that next spring, a new opera based on the play Intimate Apparel, which starred Viola Davis off-Broadway, will play in their smaller off-Broadway space, the Mitzi Newhouse. I don't know if that if it's opera, if it's technically going to be considered an off-Broadway run or not, James, but that's something that'll be interesting. Um, anyway, uh, Ricky Ian Gordon will be writing the music, and Pulitzer Prize winner Lynn Nottage will be writing the libretto. And of course, it's at Lincoln Center, and it has music in it, so Bartlett Shear is directing. <laughs> 
Also on Wednesday, we learned that Hartford Stage has extended the world premiere production of the new musical, The Flamingo Kid. The show will now run through June 15th. Um, Interesting. The reviews for that were good, James. I don't know that it was rapturous to the point where we have to automatically expect a Broadway transfer, but it did extend, obviously. So it's doing fairly well at Hartford Stage. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with this show next. And finally, yesterday, the Public Theater announced the cast for their upcoming Shakespeare in the Park production of Coriolanus, directed by Daniel Sullivan. Leading the company will be Jonathan Cake as Coriolanus, also Kate Burton, Enid Graham, and more. The show will run from July 16th through August 11th at the Delacorte Theater. So that's a lot of news, James. That's like stuff we needed to talk about. Young Vic, Shakespeare in the Park, Lincoln Center. Yeah, we have to talk about this, but... None of that was really sexy news, you know, like the exciting stuff we want to be having this time of year. So I'm just I've got a feeling call it a a Miss Cleo premonition. I have no advanced warning. There's not some embargo that we're we're sitting on. But I just feel like we're going to get something exciting, a Broadway announcement or casting or a big tour announcement, something by week's end. Um, I, I mean, there's only two days left, and usually we don't get that stuff on Friday, so maybe I'm boxing myself in. But I think we're going to get something. I, I, I'm very confident that we'll have something exciting coming in the next two days. If I have to extend it into next week, I will. But I'm, I, next two days, James, we're going to have something. Something's coming. I don't know what it is, but it is going to be great. <laughs> All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? Phone will ringle. Phone, phone will, what is it? Phone will ring or door will knock or... Anyway, anyway, yeah. Oh, maybe that's it. I, th- there it is. What? West Side, West Side Story casting. It's coming. Ah. That's it for the revival. That's my guess. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Evo Van Hova, don't make me look like an idiot, buddy. All right. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter <laughs> at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt or more of an idiot than I already do after my headband discussion earlier. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayVideo.com and BroadwayStars.com. I am a specialist in cookies. Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us. And uh, Matt and I will come back and wrap up the week tomorrow, maybe with some West Side Story news. We'll talk Mm -hmm. to you then.